Welcome to We Are Live. An energetic <laughs> intro, everybody. I'm Chris Denman. That was Travis Rell. This is We Are Live. Welcome to the Midcoast Studios, Grand Center, St. Louis, Missouri. I like how you did that. In the Kranzberg Arts Foundation's yeah. .zach building. Like Big fans of them and what they do. Look for uh, some interesting stuff that we're working on with them. Coming in the near future, this is We Are Live, February 28th, the final, thank God, day of Black History Month. What kind of shit is that to start a show? Mm-hmm. If you want to text in anonymously, 314-669-NICE-1431. Be sure if you're in the Facebook live stream, drop a few comments, we'll check in on them, and give us a share, if you will. Subscribe on iTunes, because we love it, whenever you do that, and uh, keep the party going. Support all the great sponsors that help us. And especially thanks to Tech Electronics for helping us build out this studio. Great company right here in St. Louis, Missouri. Can help uh, businesses, individuals alike. Uh, Travis, we're joined just this morning by uh, executive producer, video expert, Christopher Gardner on the Possum Cam. Hello, Gardner. Mm, Expert? We're weighing our options on some uh, tutorial. Yeah, I'll just... uh, I'll go with watcher of YouTube tutorials. There he is. There he is. You've got to be a curator by this point. Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Good. Sorry for the late start. We had a bit of a, we had a black ice hawk. Oh my. We had a bathroom hawk and we had a smoke break hawk. We had the hawks in the building today. It was a perfect storm. It was indeed. It was uh, a hell of a morning for those who are outside the St. Louis metro area. You probably have no clue as to what we're talking about, but it has been a brutal winter in St. Louis, and today, or early this morning, before the show began, there was a uh, a system that came through the area with a lot of sleet, a well, lot of ice. No matter if you, and you've got Vegas getting snow, and mm-hmm. Arizona getting snow, parts of California maybe, I don't know, weird stuff, but this is the one, uh, it's actually inspired our fair or foul topic today, uh, black ice. So I'm driving up one of the main roads to get here from my house. And I'm a little perturbed because I'm kind of blocked in, but everybody's giving each other space. And I was like, why don't these idiots speed up? What's going on? And then I went to just slowly go around to people, and I felt the uh, the wiggle. Yeah, boy. I was like, yep, that'll that'll keep me seven under. That, that's what's going on here. I, I think what happens with black eyes mm. is that it, it's very deceptive. It is uh, very <laughs> sneaky. Yep. It is... Uh, you may not want it to go out with your white daughter. I, I just mm-hmm. think it is very troublesome, often articulate, but something that you have to keep an eye out for. So our fair or foul topic, if you're new or uh, just tuning in, fair or foul, if you're listening live, you can send in an email on a topic and you can win a prize. Our prize today, $10 to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill. Warmer times. I, uh, I posted a TBT on the We Are Live Instagram story of uh, myself, Travis, and Colton Wong outside the, uh, the great uh, Buzz's Hawaiian Grill food truck, and that's inspiring our prize today. So whenever it warms back up, you can go visit Buzz and the gang out and about wherever they're at. They're located throughout St. Louis. Family-owned food truck. Wonderful business. We love working oh, with yeah. them. God, and you right will now. love their menu and service wonderful sponsors here on we are live so fair or foul today travis black ice what a great last day of black history month but i do have a quick question for you guys and i'm going to jump on my liberal horse for just a second oh who would have ever seen this coming shocking right how about you my gardener question what is it going to take for people to truly accept that climate change is real like when i when I, and again liber- i'm not saying the liberal stance I, well I, because i think it's been associated with liberal politicians and Sci- how many Republicans? Scientists don't have to be liberal. But I'm, I think I'm the people who are beating the drum are, are generally progressive. And I don't know too many conservatives or Republicans who have taken the bullhorn and have shouted to the heavens as much as liberal politicians in regards to climate change. So I'm curious. I'm not saying that the weather that we're going through right now is an, a definite sign of, of climate change, but I feel like now that we're getting into March... We're talking about more snowstorms. Where's that global the- warming now, Travis? Oh, jeez. Oh, but Chris boy. asked a great, great question, though. How is that a liberal thing? I, I, I don't know if it... I, I guess when I say liberal in that sense that no, there but haven't... But you're right, though. I, okay. I, you it has become that. But the 
the question stands, everyone should ask themselves. Right. How is this a, liberal, a stance. liberal or conservative stance? Right. It shouldn't matter. It does, obviously, but it should, right? And that's my, I guess, so my, so my question to this? that for those who are maybe, who are not inclined to believe about, believe the theories and what we've seen from scientists and evidence facts and facts point, yeah. and all these things about climate change, what would it, what would it take for people to go, oh, this is it? Because I, I would have thought that, this, as Chris mentioned just a few seconds ago, the snow in Las Vegas mm-hmm. would be the, okay, that's not normal whatsoever. So I'm wondering, what do you think it will take to off. get... This is where there's a confusion and why... And a lack of scientific reasoning. I'm going to go with narrative here. I don't know if I should. I know that word is used a lot now. But between global warming and climate change, mm-hmm. they have all these different phrases that have been thrown out. They've tried to narrow their message some. Right. And also even uh, the scientists, that is. And one in like if you follow like Michael Mann on Twitter. Right. Uh, I just got his book, the, the Madhouse Effect, which talks about the politics of climate change right. and what you have to do to actually communicate to people about what is going on. Right. Even if it seems like a, I think that the issues come with the modeling of everything. Not everyone believes that the predictions of the models are there. Others don't just believe anything. That's a tough sell to those people. So I just kind of say, um, I'm not going to deal with you about this. <laughs> we'll just talk about something else. I, I understand, I, and I've watched and I've seen plenty of things where people have annoyed me with the way they've gone about it. Like, I don't think you need to have some kind of a weird political tie to it to even push it. So I think maybe that's what helped with that. Like, it's stupid if you're going to say, well, a Democrat believes this. But if you have someone tying it to some emotional weird thing, like, I think it should be looked at as math. Like, this is happening. So here's what we do. But to, in order to, to bring that. about any elements of change. Right. Like but it's not the problem. Right. And that's my thing. I'm wondering what is it going to take? Because we're starting to see the changes Death, in our famine. climate. Yes. We're starting to see it yeah, truly directly like affect that. people's everyday lives now. And so I'm curious, again, not to go on a complete tangent. I'm wondering what will what major weather event needs to happen for people to start to realize, oh, we need to truly sit down and, and t- find out the day after tomorrow has to happen. I feel sure. like that's what it feels like. I, I, and I think like when you, when you have weather like this in the St. Louis area, or just around the country and how it disrupts everybody's everyday life, it's beginning to disrupt economies. It's disrupting the school system. Because and, kids and that's right, have a, think about that. St. Louis is a big bar town with a bunch of uh, patio bars because they depend on that, uh, that mild spring to summer, and then it slows down around July, August. Well, I'm not even talking yeah, about that. I'm talking about something as basic as highways, like just being able to treat the road so people can go from point A to point B. That completely disrupts an entire metro area's You mentioned economy. the economic part of it. Um, that's part of the, I'll say, new messaging that you'll see from some uh, climatologists mm-hmm. that are on television that, that communicate the science well, Right. that explain it, well, right. Uh, there's a, there's a couple of them, um, and I think that's part of their messaging now is to because that's what the the people that are pushing back, yeah, they have agendas. Sure, they have right. they get money from which industries, which coal industries, mm-hmm. which whatever industries, because it's not necessarily they're picking. All right, if I would ask, okay, well, so what do you have a problem with in the their modeling? What exactly is wrong with it? They wouldn't be able to answer that question. Right. They would have no effing clue how right. to answer that question. It's just basically, well, it, and, and I've seen a number of times. To- I actually watched a, uh, you can make fun of me here in a second. Oh, here we go. I watched a TEDx talk. Of course. It's from a couple years ago. The only reason I watched it was it was my cousin out in Colorado. Nice. He Probably re- high. He recently, like, he was developing, like, these batteries for electric cars that last longer that use a certain technology, that are clean. So he, he's an engineer. Right. He's early. He's like 30. And he's very, very smart. And he was delivering this talk on it, and part of, it was part of it had to deal with climate and why he was making or why he was inspired to kind of go into this field and do things. And he, part of it was discussing mass appeal, mm. like to really get people to buy in. Right. 
it really has to impact them. Yes. There's the impact isn't completely there yet, which is interesting because I feel it, like it, it's, it, getting, it, it's getting close though. But, but, it's getting but pretty you talk about economics close. and commercial mm-hmm. part of it. The, the commercial part of it is where they're looking to find that mass appeal. Like he talked about a friend of his who would argue with him about it. They would push back and forth, and he said that helped him develop his argument as it stood. Mm. And basically, his friends like you know, and this might. Sound like O'Fallon, this might sound like Farmington, this might sound like whatever, <laughs> but when you can make my pickup truck with that battery, then, okay, then we can talk. Right. So the, the challenge is... Where we're getting there. Is, yes, it's not as quick as you want, but the challenge is selling it to the masses. Yes. To, to the idiots. Right. To yeah, the lowest common right. denominator. And, that's, and I think that's ultimately, I think we're getting fairly close because we're seeing so many delays at airports. We're seeing people not being able to get certain goods and services because of the weather that's been completely inconsistent, and especially rolling into spring. Here we are rolling mm-hmm. into spring, and they're talking What's about. Spring? Remember the past yeah. two years? How yeah. Long did, how, how really long have our springs and falls been? They have been incredibly short. Which brought me back to my point that I was so rudely cut off on that uh, the bar industry and the hospitality industry <laughs> in towns like St. Louis drastically affected, drastically affected. It's bad. And, th- and that's why talking points have shifted to economic factors mm. because that gets people's attention. If that more. makes people pay attention. Cool. Yes. If you don't want to have, if you don't want to wear Birkenstocks and, uh, you know, live <laughs> off of kale, I get it. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But you should just want the best route to a good life and for your kids to have a good life. So there it is, everybody. We've solved it. That's another day where we solved. I remember. Sadly, I was... also, Gardner's cousin was uh, uh, suffocated in his sleep after his TED talk. Mm. <sighs> That's another problem. Actually, he just <laughs> he just sold his company to Tesla. So. Oh, wow. But I Elon didn't... got high on Rogan's podcast. Mm. I wouldn't trust him. Oh, my goodness. So he's he's doing him. Huh. Okay. A few big moments in podcast history took place yesterday. Well, first, let's talk about our historical. (laughs) I mean, we had Ben Fredrickson on yesterday. That's what I mean. We had Ben Fredrickson of the St. Louis Post-Dispatch in studio yesterday. I love having Ben Fred around, and I mean this sincerely, one of the best young writers in America right now. One of the best young columnists, and in, in, in certainly I didn't see him country. up for an award. He, okay. he was not Benjamin Hockman, Derek Gould. Are. Mm, they were indeed, but I but thank him for. <laughs> I'll thank the Hayseed hat for stopping by. Yeah. Always fun. What did? <laughs> what do you think of many of uh, of Ben Fred's hot takes yesterday, especially when it came to the sandwiches? Uh, well, Man, I felt bad for you guys. <laughs> I've known about his hot takes on those for a, a while now. <laughs> And we're talking about the basically the wedge sandwich you would find at a gas station, the prepackaged triangular cut gas station sandwich. Mm-hmm. Can I he be honest? He likes the chicken salad. He one. does. That, he does. That's that's bothering me. You I know mean, what that? You know what that looked like to me? It looked like the end of a soup bowl that'd been laying out for like three days uh-huh. that you poured into a sandwich. Yes, yeah. Yeah. that is exactly what it looked like. Mm-hmm. like broccoli cheddar. Mm-hmm. It's like, like old, a, a white chili that's kind of settled. Yes. Film, like chicken chili films mm. there. I don't, I don't, and I'll be honest, like, I don't even see why that would be a viable option if drunk. Like, when you're drunk, you're, you're a machine. You just throw whatever you can in your mouth and you go to bed. Yeah. But clip that off. Damn it. Mm-hmm. That, is, that was a good one. Yeah, uh. But a chicken salad sandwich cut into a triangle from a gas station? The good people at Landshire mean you no harm. They do not. I'm and sure they the work very hard. the only company that produces this They stuff. are not. And that's the even more troubling thing, that there are multiple companies making these triangle how sandwiches. How you can't ga- uh, <laughs> kind of wrap your mind around that drunk people will eat anything. Why? But certain things you really probably shouldn't put into your system, even when it you are It doesn't matter if you shouldn't. <laughs> it just matters what you will do. And you will put those in. What's the most disgusting thing you can recall that you put into your body when inebriated? Now, you've been sober for six plus years. Going on six years. Going on six years. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So what? Thank you. It's horrible. (laughs) For six years of my life. (laughs) I would imagine. (laughs) But what have you, can you recall what you put into your body when drunk and you're just like, like four hours later when you woke up, you go, that was just the dumbest thing I've ever done. Usually it's just like, you're mixing whatever you find in the fridge. 
it's not necessarily one thing. It's like mm, this oatmeal beef this cheddar macaroni. This on top of this. <laughs> why does the bot? Why do we want to do that when we get excess, so inebriated? Just excess, yeah. just anything. Why does I mean, our mind tell our body to do that? Because you just want, yeah, you're just you're craving <laughs> anything to get in there. I'll say I mean, this. I, I've and I'm a I was a sloppy eater at times when I was drunk. Like I would not just when I you're drunk. I at, see you. I see you. Uh, yeah. Chow through your stuff here too. It's no, I will attack it. I will attack it. <laughs> you will attack it. But like I remember, like eating meatballs out of a Ziploc bag at the bar mm. and dripping it on Jesus. my shirt. Oh and God! That was in the middle of the day, and then like oh, oh, a friend God. taking me to the uh, the steakhouse right over here by the uh, Fox. Oh God! And that's that's the first time I met Lewis Reed, the Board of Aldermen president. I was drunk and I had meat marinara sauce on my shirt. Hey, Lewis, what's going on? Mm. You got my God. vote? Give me a sticker. Oh, no. Mm. I tell you. I mean, I was sloppy. What's up, my brother? Yeah. <laughs> I, I will I'll be completely honest with hey, you. Hey, homie. A, a, a phrase you be I Lewis, I'll be Gardner. <laughs> not on the last day of Black History Month. No way in hell. I will not oh, do this to me. will I'll, not do this. I'll be Lewis Reed then. You be no, Gardner. not okay. at all. No. Hello, my friend. I'll be completely honest. A phrase I did not expect to hear this morning is meatballs in a sandwich bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ziploc. That is just yeah. wow. See, this is why we should oh. do the show midday. People can't deal with this this early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> that is so outstanding. I'm trying to think the worst thing is like, it's got to be you have... Mind you, I've been like, a witness to a majority of these, so don't you dare oh, lie. Yeah, we did mm-hmm. live uh, together at one point in college. So we've got... So let's say this is the word. It's, we'll say in your younger years, you could stay up till 3 or 4 in the morning, right? Easily. So no pizza delivery at this time, right? You're not going to drive. This is before Uber, really. Right. You're not going to call a cab to go do it. Usually, some people would. Uh, I'm going to say the worst thing that could happen is forgetting about a pizza not the fall asleep version because there is that where you get woke up to the fire alarm uh i've had someone do that haven't done that myself but i think the worst is burning or dropping your one little tasty morsel that you have like say you've been eating healthy but there's one frozen pizza that's in there and you load it up with all the extra stupid stuff you have in your fridge and then you go away and your drunk ass is playing a video game or watching something and maybe you're kind of out of it and then you realize you're like What's that? Nothing worse than a burnt pizza. Nothing worse. Especially whenever you're just like, man, I wanted that. And then you settle for the eggs that you should have had anyway. That is pretty It's a bad scenario. There is something worse than burnt pizza. I don't think there's anything worse than burnt popcorn. Yeah, it's horrible. And and it stays in your house for a good two weeks. Yeah, popcorn can have kind of a vomity smell at times. It definitely can. Like it's, like it's nauseating. At times you're like... That last drink of coffee was great. It was, well, you looked said really that, yeah. good. <laughs> it, uh, at times you're like, oh, I, I've, I've often, when I smelled it like in a bar or something, I'd be like, oh, who's got, who's got like some Parmesan cheese out? And then it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's interesting. Oh, it's popcorn. <laughs> Sometimes it smells like Parmesan cheese to me. Then other times I'm like, did someone, someone uh, need to go check the bathroom? Because mm. it, it does not smell good in here. Mm. So there's a... There's a fine line with the scent of popcorn, I think. I will say the most disgusting thing I've, I was going to say pounded mm. while drunk, and i glad I stopped, but the most disgusting thing I can recall, like just piling into my gullet, was uh, when one, Michael Gaines and I, after a, a drunk evening of karaoke, uh, decided to go to White Castle and spend close to 50, Poor decision. 50 to $60 at White Castle. And the thing is, when you're with what Michael James, we were in that line for a good 20, 25 minutes. We ordered at least 10 double cheeseburgers, 20 sliders, four cheese fries. I'm almost certain Gaines got a cheesecake on that day. I, I was found out say, that White Castle had cheesecake, yeah. uh, yeah. at least four Mountain Dews. It was incredibly embarrassing. But you have a guy like Michael Gaines. Yeah who is motivated when he's in line. And so he, he's like that hype man. He's like, man, that's all you're going to get? Oh, that's it? You stopping with that? And you're like, all right, three more double cheeseburgers. You took the bait. Oh, did we? And ate it all, too. And we ate every single morsel. I once asked my dad how many White Castle sliders he put down, like, what's the most he's put down in one sitting? Okay. Former amateur bodybuilder, dad. His answer was 36. 
How is that possible? Don't know, but I've heard of no, a great that, deal more. No, that too. is. We had a friend. How, how was? How long did he? Did he? Well, how long did it take him? Did I don't know. Say? You don't I've, follow up a question when a man tells you he's at over thirty that's yeah, in true. one sitting. You say, "Can I get you anything?" You're just like, okay. You would dominate me physically. <laughs> like, just wanted to know. Yeah, thirty-six right. is possible. I can text him later and okay. find out find how, how long, long it took. It took. Okay. And I want to know, like. What's the setting for this, too? Like, yes. Had you been drinking? Yes, that's a good question. Was it the middle of the day? Mm-hmm. Because it, like, it is weird being in a White Castle in the middle of the day. It me. is very odd, especially for those who go in the morning. I, I get they have great coffee, but yeah. get out of the, make, get out of the White yeah, the Castle line, at 7 a.m. That's disturbing. If it's you see a line long. at a White Castle in the morning, like, that bothers me. <laughs> well, there's some I have people, a real problem And I know it's, McDonald's is different, but... People will go anywhere for what they believe to be a really nice cup of coffee. That is very true. So, and That's I know what pe- they go for. I think that yeah. people, no, go to White Castle people for are coffee. pounding breakfast. No, I, mean, I think they have some breakfast sandwiches. Not I know at White people Castle, that go to McDonald's in the morning, like have to go to McDonald's in the morning. They don't order any food. Coffee. They just get. They're the like coffee. they like that coffee. Mm-hmm. Mm. That's why McDonald's made such an effort over the last few years to truly compete with the Starbucks and the local coffee houses. Because they realize that people actually enjoy their coffee a lot. Hot, hot McDonald's gossip, huh? Mm, pretty nice. But okay. yeah, I would be curious to find out how long he took. Because I think I could do that. I would need to set aside an entire Saturday or Sunday. But I believe 36 is reachable. I think if, if given the time and the right strand, I can absolutely knock that out. The right strand, huh? Mm-hmm. Hey, we got some comments on the Facebook live stream. Do you have Facebook to have that stream? Oh, damn, Skippy. Okay. Uh, <laughs> we did say that, uh, did, I don't know if I told you this already, but Yale Hollander, who will be on the comedy show oh, tonight. Oh, hey, we're promoting more Yale stuff. Uh, he is doing comedy at Southtown Pub tonight. Which oh, is right. Yeah. Good for Yale. He is hilarious. I love that Yale Hollander. Quentin Wilbert, uh, <laughs> Keith Hughes, and Sarah Pearl. Round it out. It's going to be a fun night. Stop by. The ice will be uh, cleared up, so stop by South City. Southtown Pub, we do free comedy Thursday every week at 8 o'clock, so whenever it starts, karaoke after. How about this? Um, our friend Teresa weighing in, she ate it outside with her two dogs while uh, letting them out this morning. Oh, no, Teresa, be careful now. <laughs> I almost did the same, and I almost wa- I wanted my dogs to eat it because they were doing the runaround thing, like, ah, it's 6 a.m., and we're wired, right. jumping around everywhere, but they didn't. They uh, kept their bearings somehow. Uh, other comments on the Facebook Live thread. We've got, uh, I don't know if we want to say his name. His name is Danny. Uh, he has a question. It's very serious. Okay, Danny, what is your question? Can Travis come in late even if he's there? I miss the Hawk stories. Travis has eliminated being late uh, for good out of his uh, repertoire. Um, the Hawk lives. It's in our intro to this, if you guys haven't seen that. Very well put together intro by our video expert, Chris Gardner. Mm. Uh, any hawk situations you see coming up? I did think we were going to have a hawk situation this morning because I live in a subdivision that's on a hill, and getting the out hip, when the it, hill it, when you're trying to get out of the subdivision, it can be very troublesome. Uh, but I was able to make it today. Would the you hawk, call it problematic? Very, oh, incredibly. Wow. It, in okay. fact, it was like, "Hey, nigga!" I was like, "Hey!" <laughs> Hill, you can't, you're, you're problematic. Oh my! Well, don't say that word, Hill. That oh, is not cool. Is yeah, don't don't even say that around me, Travis. Yeah, don't say that That's word. Good. Anybody who's listening makes right me now, cringe even when you say it. Yeah, it, it's the funniest word ever. Anybody who's listening right now on the live stream, <sighs> or if you've downloaded, now you're good to say it too. Travis has anointed mm. you, uh, able to say it. Is it that all the right? Last day of Black History Month. I had to get one in. <laughs> You had to? Well, I didn't have to, but I wanted to let what do you everybody think, what know. What do you think this is, AM radio on, well, this, on the look, FCC look, station? Look, we're, look, we're trying to be edgy. I saw a podcast are we? yesterday. I don't know. Well, we I don't are. know. I think, I don't think a, we are. There was a podcast talented. yesterday that was trending, and I was curious to get Denman's thought on this. Yeah. Uh, it was Joe Rogan's podcast because there was a particular guest that he had on the show, and I figured, I guess that's the way you go when you have a video podcast. You just bring on the crazies that say crazy shit all the time. Who, who did Mr. Reasonable Rogan have on his show yesterday, Chris? First of all, you take that man's name out your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> uh, looks like Alex Jones was on. Oh, Alex Jones found I his way. I never sucked any ding-dongs. Oh. <laughs> I, like, how, do you, how can you not appreciate Rogan just putting out the... Uh, 
putting out the flyer, like, hey, I know you, come in, let's talk. And that guy was talking a bunch of smack. Was that pro, a pro wrestling move by Alex it Jones? It was a work. He ain't it getting, was certainly a work. I think he understands. I think he understands what he, he is. He has now. to. I mean, because if he walk in and he was serious, it's like, oh, good luck getting your jaw smashed. Well, he's about to get sued to oblivion by the yeah. folks at I, did Sandy you Hook. listen to any of it? I did not. I, I was actually, not going to participate in that. I tried the last time and, of and so-called just, entertainment. I tried the last time he was on there, and I really did want to just be like, okay, is he going to clock out? Right. You know, and uh, and kind of talk normal, and it just. It was a whole lot of Rogan just like, okay, man, uh, and it wasn't, it just wasn't fun to listen to or informative. No. Um, but this one could, could be different, I guess, because maybe he is a little more humbled because of what's around the corner, or, but then again, he probably can't uh, give up any info, right? If he's getting ready to go to war. I, I think giving a platform to a guy like uh, Alex I don't Jones know. is fairly disgusting. I, and I, here's why I think it is. And look, we make fun of Alex Jones and we will continue to make fun of Alex Jones going forward on this particular show. But when you take the time to completely humiliate and embarrass and just for, let's be completely frank, harass, harass and mm-hmm. shit on families that have had kids murdered in school, I think you have, you have no place for any platform. And I, I like Joe Rogan a lot. I really do. And I get the gimmick. I get why he oh, I don't brought think him on. I think he but just I think does it's disgusting. I think it's disgusting. I think it's completely gross to bring an individual like Alex Jones onto your show, knowing what he has done, knowing the pain and suffering he has caused to those families. Can you imagine losing your child no. under those circumstances Horrible. and having a blowhard just use his podcast to call you a liar, to say that your child's death didn't happen. Uh, this he he didn't say that on Rogan. He didn't say that on Rogan, but he has said that in the past. He has right, said but that consistently. He didn't. But say that's it. why I don't think. And I, again, I like Joe Rogan, and he can do whatever the hell he wants with his podcast. One of the most successful podcasts in the industry, in the game right now. But to bring a guy almost as big as ours, close. But a guy like Alex Jones doesn't deserve a microphone. A guy doesn't deserve the attention that he gets. And the fact that he was trending on Twitter last night was pretty disgusting. I never sucked any ding-dongs. Yes, you did. You just don't come out and say that. It's okay if you have. Good for you. You But don't sit up here and lie to the public like that. You gross man. What a disgusting individual. I would love to slap the shit out of him. Yeah. Why? Because, come on, man. I get, look. I want to say this on my last day of Black History Month. I want to live in a world Feel free. where I, too, can be a mediocre podcaster and get the type of You're attention getting there. that he gets. You're getting Why there. is it that the only people that get that type of attention are the mediocre, overweight white men? Oh, it's about, time for mediocre, Jones. overweight black people to also get some love. Anthony Anderson's been great for a while. Hey, that's Emmy nominee, Anthony Anderson. Did he clear up that stuff that was... Uh... Yeah, man, charges got dropped. <laughs> charges were dropped, man. Yeah, what about it? A black man free again. Uh-huh. You're welcome. Okay. Don't All sit right. up here and throw him under the bus. And at the same time, we ain't seen Jason Siegel since when? When was the last time he was in something relevant? <laughs> I, I don't have a source a- to confirm any of this. Thank okay, you. that's fair. I think he played Hunter S. Thompson in something. Maybe? Hunter S. Thompson? <laughs> that is been? what your comedy god is doing now? What comedy god? You love- <laughs> Chris is Who's just- your comedy? If Jason Siegel's, is it Anthony Anderson? He's not a comedy god. Okay. But well, he's, Jason uh, Siegel's much funnier and more talented. Oh, he's... No way! Why do you do this every damn You got a show? problem with Hunter S. Thompson, by the way? Yeah. I don't, but I don't think you should... Are we really parading Hunter S. Thompson out like he's dope? He's, like, really cool these days? That's what all the millennials are talking about? Hunter S. Thompson? Travis, uh, when you dropped the N-word, uh, apparently uh, the black sheep had just shown his grandmother the live stream. Oh, dear. So it was a bad time. I really oh. hope my mom isn't showing this at work today. Oh, boy. Right, Considering right. that everyone's probably at home. I, uh-huh. I probably... We were just on our way to uh, getting picked up by Channel 9, uh-huh. too, and you blew it. Uh, we've and got you, it. you had a hard ending when you said mm-hmm. that, too. Mm-hmm. It, was, it wasn't... I mean, it was street... Gardner, do you wish you could say it? No. I think the it is cheating comedically because the way it rolls off com- comedians' tongue. It is tongue, cheating com- <laughs> comedians' tongue. That my you just throw if you just you could just say, hang on, let me say. You you can make it seem you can make it look down on you, Travis. If you'll uh, if I could be the front end oh and you finish it up, oh I'll say all you have to do is just say, look at that desk. And words. 
People are like, <laughs> better. <laughs> that's better. funny. That's what I'm telling you. It's a cheating word in the comedic. It's a cheating word in the comedic community. <laughs> if you drop it, people like, you, if somebody cusses right during a stand-up act, you're like, oh True. man, he's great. He's so funny. If somebody cusses too hard and they're not skilled enough, you're like, okay, you're hiding behind the F word. Man, black comics, if they just drop the N-word right, like, man, that's good. Man. But it's still about timing. Nice, of course it is. So it is it's a nice, if it's a nice add-on. It's a black comedian so, that so can just we get need on to stage. Find, and didn't say that. Okay. Didn't say that. We need to find a... It's not uh, like a cheat code. It is. We need to find a word that's... Because it's instantly funny. <laughs> <laughs> every meme, no. every meme I've ever seen posted by a black dude that's like, come on. <laughs> I'm like, man, that's good. And I've seen, <laughs> I've seen some that are funny like that, too. And I call Travis to ask if yes, I have does. to. Yes, he does. Yes, and that, I won't retweet him. I should be able to. Look, they you, put it out there for everybody. It is I think out it's there hilarious. You can you can like that tweet. Open that window. I allow you to like that. Open tweet. that. No. Open that window. I'm not falling. I'm not okay. falling for you that. You can Travis. like this. Tweet, is what happened to all these major league pitchers when they were sure. 14 on Twitter. That's They're like, oh, true. this is great. That's very true. But I think admit it. If we're talking about the proper policy on social media, it's okay to. Okay, if it's on Facebook, you you can ooh, on Seriously. Facebook. You can't share. Say <laughs> don't share. Say look at that broke and ass. Hey, say look at that. I don't know if you want to like it on just Facebook. Make uh, a sentence say look at that broke look at that broke ass picture in word. <laughs> look so at that broke ass picture in word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope. No. Uh, see. No, I'm not. It, it makes everything way funnier and it's a cheat code for sure. That is this is interesting. I'm curious if we if uh we bring in the next black comedian. I will. We. I will ask it. I will ask. We will it, have Chris. two tomorrow. Okay. I will ask it, Chris, because I want them not to slap the taste out of your mouth. Uh, just to mess with mm. Travis, whatever. Uh, so we should have Jay Farrow on tomorrow. You know, from Saturday Night Live. Just to mess with Travis. I literally, as I'm in the elevator this morning, I wanted, and I, I just, I don't know Jay, so I don't know if I want to come right out of the gate with this. But I immediately, I was thinking in the elevator. I go, I want to fuck with Travis. And whenever Jay sits down, right when we start this show, I want to say, Jay, you are so good with uh, Colin Jost. You guys are the best duo I've ever seen. Oh, you want to mistaken him for Michael? <laughs> and Sarah. I thought, and I just thought, oh, Travis isn't even going to play along if I mess with him like that. So, oh no, I would have, I would let, I would have let you sit in it. And no, I would and like, it would have been oh, hilarious. It would have been, been great. It would have been great. No, Don't worry. That's it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to. Then you guys could have tossed the in round, in word around, like anytime you want I'm, after that. I'm gonna ask Kenny Kynes because Kenny Kynes, a black comedian here in St. Louis, very successful. I have seen many of his sets. I don't know how often he drops it. Well, then find somebody who does. Am I allowed to laugh? You can yes. laugh at it. You, if you're, especially if it's in a comedic setting, you can certainly laugh at it. I, a black comic drops. Chris in, thinks in it's word, a cheat word. Cheat code. N word on the end of a tag or a punchline. It's markedly funny. But then again, I've seen white comedians finish a punchline with bitch, and it's just as funny. Sure. So again, I think it just ultimately comes down to he's timing. Getting defensive. No, because Chris wants to he's, be able. He's now weaponizing the word. He, and I oh, so like uh, so like Dane Cook isn't as funny as uh, as Cat Williams because Cat Williams can say the N word. Is that what you think I'm saying here? That's what it sounds okay, like. Great. <laughs> <laughs> Could you think of more one more white yes, and black yes, comic? That is that, that is basically a, Chris is getting at. We need a, a word that's ours. Yes. Right. When do we get a month? <laughs> oh God! Here we go. Cocktoberfest. I've been looking for wet all the time on TV, man. Mm, 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 mm. <laughs> I'll never forget that day. Oh, so, yeah. We'll come up with a word that you can't say. That we can't us. say that you guys. That'll be cool. You should. You know what? In fact, that should be a bit. <laughs> you may want to sell that one to Michael Costa. Like, sell that bit to a white comedian that you're trying to come up with a word that only white comedians can say on stage mm. that they think will be funny to add to an end of a punchline. It's, it's got to be. It's just got to. Phonetically, it has to work. And, you know, just the. Mm, it's, right. it's so good. You'd be like, 401k. Black people don't know what that is. So that could work for you okay, guys. There you go. So like, I don't know. Like, cracker isn't going to work. No, that's not going to mm-hmm. work. We've uh, already tried that one. It's like, I always think back when the conversation like this comes up, when CNN thought they were being oh really God. smart, like think tankish. And they did an entire evening on the N word. I remember it. And they were like, <laughs> their cryon at the bottom of the screen said, is, uh, is cracker. As bad as the N word, but I'm just going sitting there thinking, you won't even put one of the words on the screen. (laughs) Exactly. That answers your question. Let's move on to the next topic. (laughs) That's. I mean, that's all. That's it. Who's the producer that 
thought that was a good question to ask in this conversation. Oh, why, uh, producer? Not sure. Hmm. Uh, a great uh, transition from Joe Rogan talk to uh, two guys that have been on Joe Rogan. Did you see Tyron Woodley and uh, Ben Askren, former Mizzou wrestling standouts? One of them, Ben Askren, has two national titles for Mizzou. Yeah. Tyron, I believe, finished third. Uh, Tyron's from St. Louis, and uh, they are both at the top of their game. Tyron making his case on his way to being one of the best welterweight fighters of all time in the UFC. Uh, but now it's turned into a lethal weapon, basically, in the UFC. You've got Ben Askren coming in, talking his way, uh, not in a Conor McGregor style either, but just in an ornery way. He is a rising star at 34 years old right. in the UFC. And, oh, by the way, his teammate and uh, decade-plus-long friend is the current champion of their weight class, and they're fighting on their fair, on the first card they've fought on together since they their pro debut in Columbia at a hotel uh, whenever we still lived there. Yeah. So I remember that. I believe Jake Hecht, our buddy, was on that card, the too. The two of the best prize fighters in the game right now. Ben Askren's undefeated. Tyron Woodley hasn't lost in five and years. And this will be Ben Askren's UFC debut. Against a former champion, Robbie Lawler. And uh, this is crazy. Askren's popularity is wild. Uh, I believe we have a clip of the two of them. It looked like... It looked like badass Chris and Travis just holding court if we at a press act, conference. Yeah, we yeah, well, and real quick, because I'm not clear on everything within the clip, but they're discussing somebody named Marty. So I'll, I'll give some backstory. Yeah, just so we this can have some clarification. This is my favorite thing ever because it's, it's gone perfect, and there haven't been any weird lines crossed, and it's been fun. So Tyron Woodley's uh, opponent for the uh, championship fight he has on Saturday night is Kamaro Usman. Uh, he's of African descent, but did not start going by the name Kamaru until recently. And when Ben Askren knew him as a wrestler in Kearney, Nebraska, he went by the name Marty. <laughs> it's still on his profile. It says Kamaru Marty Usman. Right. So he went by Marty for a long time, and he's got a whole persona he's playing up. This happens in fighting, right? He's a tough dude. He's I see wearing, it a lot in the WWE all the time, Chris. He's, I wearing, he's wearing Afrocenter clothing, okay. and there's a big push. Awesome. Get your people behind you. I believe uh, he's Nigerian. And Ben Askren literally just came out. He's like, why are you acting tough, man? Your name's Marty. So he's just been going after him. And he's fighting. And he and Ben Askren's not even fighting him. He is in Tyron Woodley's opponent's head, Kamaru Usman. And they're making fun of him. And uh, Tyron's not a big fan of Kamaru either. So uh, pretty. It's, it's a Looney Tunes-esque. So we got it's good. two it's Mizzou funny. guys, uh, my alma mater, where they're sitting down discussing. I think this was part of UFC's media day. Oh, and they were the darlings. Of course they were. They're great personalities. Uh, of course, Tyron is from the uh, Ferguson Both area, St. Louis the area. They are friends of the show of We Are Live, and they're sitting down talking to the UFC media. This is pretty cool. Uh, let's take a look at this, Garzi. But, Kai, I mean, like, you guys all miss it, really, but Tyron does this thing, and it's all the time, and you have to, you have to be on your toes, right? And he'll come up and say something stupid. Hey, you seen Bofa? And then you say... She's seen it. And you say... I'm the what king do you mean? What? What? And he goes, both of these nuts. And you're like, ah! Oh, I have a million damn ways why did to get I fall you for these that? I know why did I fall for childish, that? and that's probably why my podcast is named These Nuts. But, um, but. You got a whole list of them. I mean, you got you to be, you gotta be on your toes. Because yeah. low key, I might have to hit y'all with them. Yes. It was his guy that posted that video, and he looked like a moron. You know? I, I, and, the, the thing to me is, I, I'm starting to think he's not very smart because, on the one hand, he says, I'm not mad that he's calling me Marty. But I've literally done nothing else. I said he's a good fighter. I said he's a good fighter. I said nothing else, and he's all pissed off. So what's he pissed My off? My OCD want to push down that red Velcro so oh, bad. <laughs> there you go. That's been driving me the whole time. But what's he mad about? If he says I don't care, do you call me Marty? Because listen, that was his name for many years. And he's saying, I don't care. What's he mad about them? I didn't what I know. Other, it, can name I one other thing I said to him. Because Ben is not savvy sometimes with the urban language. Like, like Usman came up to him and was like, I'm going to need you to keep that same energy. And he's like, I didn't what? know what it meant. He said, he was talking about all this energy and stuff. I said, I don't know. I was trying to fight him. That means that if you was talking shit on the internet, when you see me in person, keep that same energy. He said, oh, well, I just want to fight him in a cage. <laughs> when you call a, a brother that's trying to be so cool, dancing in the car and all that stuff, and you bring up the fact he was called Marty, you know, Dude. he's got a good name. But you kind of low-key took his hood credit away. 
<laughs> but he said, I don't care. Then why did he say, I don't care? Because he does care. Just say, you can't that Marty thing. You brought it back out. Now he got to live with this Marty thing. Fantastic. Tyron Woodley's correct. He's correct every step of the and way. And I love it. So what they were talking about is a backstage altercation before a press conference. Right. It wasn't really even a backstage altercation. Ben was making fun of them. He's like, you guys look stupid. You're the one who put out. Ben Asker was standing there in Birkenstock sandals, khakis from a, a wedding that didn't fit him, and an right. oversized shirt. And uh, he kind of came up to him. He's like, what's up with this? And Ben's like, I don't Let's fight. After you lose to Tyron, fine. Let's, let's go. I think that that's was it so too. good. And I love how Tyron and, and, and explained is, that. He's and like, as oh, you man. see Ben Askren, Ben Askren, again, if you didn't know what he did for a living, you're not thinking that this guy is one of the best world-class fighters no. on the planet. When you so, see him with his shirt off on Saturday, everybody's going to go, what? So you would imagine the average fan who sees Ben Askren for the first time talking trash to Marty, you would imagine that Marty... Usman has 17 abs. Right. right, and he's probably going through it. He's going in his feelings because there's a guy that looks like that and Ben Askren calling him out. And so who you would imagine well beat him, by the way. Yeah. But, and that's the thing. I think that's the unique thing about the UFC is that you have guys that look like Ben Askren that talk trash, that talk shit all the time. And again, if you're just a, a casual observer of UFC, you're just like, who the hell is this guy? And what nerve does he have? The thing is, Ben Askren is a national champion, two He's an Olympian, an Olympian. And, and in college, he had the big curly afro he would walk around with, and he drove a Prius. And he, he was always in flip-flops. So imagine that guy <laughs> calling a brother out, calling a huge Nigerian out. Hell yeah, he pissed off about it. So that's why. And, and here's another thing. Nigerian men are the most prideful individuals on earth. They are serious when it comes to everything. So if you call them out, and especially if you call their swag out, they get very, very intense about this. So having a guy that looks like Ben Askren call you out, call your swag out, would absolutely get but under my head. Yeah, they're very prideful. You're right. No. It's I, just, you know, it's like, hey, uh, hey, you two Nigerian brothers, I bet you can't beat me up. Uh, I bet you can't make it, make it, beat me up. They're also financially opportunist as well. <laughs> Let that part out. This is MAGA country, mm. Chicago City. Are you going to have to answer to a friend of yours about this conversation? Probably. Okay. Uh, I do like it Sorry. too that there's a that there's a Jekyll and Hyde to it as well, where it's like, uh, no, you, it takes away because if you're Usman, if I was Usman and Ben and him are going back and forth, I would subtly imply that Ben just doesn't get it, and Ben may be having some racial undertones, but never say it, just kind of imply and set him up. You can't do that when Woodley's sitting there next to him bashing you too. So I love the uh, two pronged approach. No, this is a great way to get under your opponent's skin by having your partner do it. He's not even fighting crying. him. So that's the funny thing. I know. <laughs> I think what better way than have like basically your tag team partner. He'd be the one yeah. that plays the mental games. It should be a fun event this weekend. I'm very excited. And again, Huge it's a card. very great moment for, again, the city of St. Louis again to see uh, Tyron go out there and defend. He's got the belt on the line. Uh, yeah, there's two title fights. John Jones fighting a guy named Anthony Smith. Who's, John this Jones, is a, who is that? Johnny Bones, man, he's uh, he's avoided running into any pregnant women in a car. No uh, steroid tests. He's just got to fight, man. No, uh, Anthony Smith beaten by Jake Hecht, by the way. The great Jake Hecht. John Jones, any booger sugar in the area? Is he going to test okay? We'll see. We'll see. Oh, good God. Mm -mm -mm. Guys, get your fear of fouls in. We've got a great topic today. Black ice? Mm-hmm. For the end of Black History Month, ten dollars. To say it like that, ten dollars. No, no. Why are you gonna say it like that? What hey, makes bro, you want to say it like that? Hey, bro, why are you slipping on me? You can't see uh -huh. me. See what I mean? This is what I'm talking about. This is what I'm talking. But this is why people outside our studio protested right now. Because uh -huh. you do that kind. What of I'm shit. not even here. <laughs> <laughs> You're just gonna walk on me and slip. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, Come on, man. I just got the... I just oh, got no, this. God. I you just, get in on this, guy. What just, is your black ice impersonation? I just hey, did man. it. Black, do hey, it man. again. Let's do it one more time. Don't slip on me. I just got these starched. Uh, oh. Oh. What's wrong with starch? Okay. Gardner, what's yours? I'll, I'll, I'll sit back a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you already dropped the N-word in here. You did. You did. Good. I let a buffer zone. I create a buffer zone. So everyone knows, oh, now i got to tiptoe around this show mm -hmm. for the rest of the episode. Good, mm -hmm. good. Maybe Thank I'll you. drop it a few Let's more Let's run people No, off. don't, That's because it, people just start saying it in conversation, and it makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, and then you should start slapping the taste out their mouths and make them uncomfortable. I will call the police <laughs> for you making me uncomfortable. <laughs> <For> making... <laughs> Hello, officer. 
I don't feel right. What would my nickname be if I just called the police for you for, on the... <laughs> Oh, oh uh, yeah, let's uh, come up with our name. Gotcha Guardsy. Gotcha, gotcha Guardsy. Gotcha Guardsy. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> good I will cry too. You I will <laughs> cry in front of the police. I want you to cry and just start taking off some clothes as you continue to talk. I no, no, I am got one. so I got one. scared. And you just start, why is he taking his shirt off? Since people don't know. I just, I just gave him now. my shoes. I assumed he wanted my shoes. But they were New Balance, so he didn't want them. I got one for him because the internet would just go off his appearance. Oh, gentrification Jesus is here. Gen- oh. Gentrification Jesus. Oh, That'll work. Wow. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know what else mm. works for you if you're in the St. Louis area? Tom Bannister of Circa Properties. That's who. Great realtor. I've got the uh, shirt on today, thanks to our friends over behind us at by, by Jack. Uh, Tom spent his whole life in St. Louis, building an extensive background in sales and client relationships. He's a fourth-generation St. Louisan. Sales and customer service is in his blood. Be sure to contact Tom today. Tom.Bannister at CircaSTL.com. It's not going to be icy and nasty for forever. If you're looking for a new home, check out Tom Bannister at Circa Properties, 314-393-5386. He prides himself on his ability to listen and deliver what his clients need, want, and make sure they're having fun along the way. That's Tom Bannister. Check out that bitmoji. A handsome devil on my t-shirt today. That's right. Tom Bannister of Circa Properties here for you. Here's a shirt, Trap. That's pretty Are you dope. Curious? Yeah. That's uh, good. Circa Properties have some beautiful homes in the Soulard area. I like their color too, the uh, orange. Nice yeah, call. it really stands yeah. out. But they have some amazing properties in Soulard, which where we're going to be this weekend. Did you just transition into a oh, live read for me? Doctor, Good did man. I ever. 1860 Saloon, if you haven't purchased your tickets. Oh, yet, there's a run, girls, by the way. <laughs> there is a we run are, right now. As we get closer we to hit up hard. Saturday, there has been a large run on tickets. Make sure you guys jump into Mr. Denman's DM so you can receive... You can get 10 a, bucks off. 10 bucks off. And this comes with a party pack, no, boys Now, if you, if you do the code on the 1860s website... You get a party pack, or your uh, grubby little hands can get a $10 off discount by DMing us. That's a little bit separate. The D, the $10 off is going to run out very soon, so make sure if you're wanting that, cool. Hit me up personally or hit up the We Are Live Facebook account. If you want the party pack, make sure to use promo code WAL at the 1860s Saloon website. Now, here's some good news for the weather this weekend in St. Louis is that it is going to snow but it's going to come Saturday night, so after the Mardi Gras. So it'll Gras be cold. Festivities. So you know what helps with that? A heated tent. Oh yeah. And fire entertainment. From oh us yeah. And Climate change soul. hoax. <laughs> Cajun buffet. Again, as Chris mentioned, what a, what heated a, entry and bathroom <laughs> access. Yeah. Trust all me. You around, all you can drink and eat. Seventy-five dollars if you use our code. Yes. Listen, I'm I'm probably going to chill that day and just take it easy, yeah. party with everybody, mm-hmm. have fun. But if you're Travis or I, and you're just there to have fun. 1860s is uh, losing some dough on my purchase that day. <laughs> I tell you what. $75. If you go to just reg- and I'm not disparaging anybody, but it's just the facts are the facts. If you go grab one something to eat, wait in line for however long. At for least a, a half a hour. Potty, if you're lucky. And then a for, couple drinks, like yeah. you're out more than the ticket would have cost. Absolutely. So. And we're talking about convenience. You got to understand when you're partying, when you're doing the Mardi Gras, you are looking for convenience. So make sure you guys get those tickets. They're incredibly affordable. They are the. Most probably affordable, best value best tickets available yeah. for Mardi Gras this weekend. And if you haven't been, boys and girls, you're missing out. It is a time. Yeah. And big thanks to uh, Getaway Carts. That's a golf cart supplier in the uh, Soulard area over on uh, the Cherokee and Limp area. Great uh, locally owned place, too. So if you're looking for golf carts, make that happen. Hashtag Carte Blanche. They did say they're officially behind Carte Blanche. Be sure to check them out. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Anything we need. Uh, oh, oh, hey, can we, it took him two days to get the, the Tyron Woodley and Ben Askren video. Wait, Car, wait. Carte, blanche, carte blanche graphic. You should have seen me getting that video for you guys this morning. He was. He it, was it really took, into uh, it. There was a bit of an issue. Yeah, he even delayed one smoke break. Ooh. Well, we started the show a little uh-huh. few minutes later. I need my pregame. <laughs> we are going to pregame. Uh, do we have a game we want to knock out yeah, before we go we into might, the next we might uh, play some, um, you know, it's a final day of Black History okay. Month. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a game that might fit that theme some, especially mm. in Travis's case. Stretch uh, it out. What if we did make it racist? It is time to play America's favorite game. Is it? Make it racist. I 
I'm addressing the white elephant in the room. I'm breaking down the barriers of race by assimilation. I wouldn't mind to have black neighbors. That is racist as hell. It's raining little white women. My prayers have been answered. Black women have the nicest asses. If that ain't the whitest thing a white man has ever whited in his life. You do not have to say African American. Just say black. Oh, well, in that case, you know what word I miss? Colored. Oh. Oh. Don't let the liberal media tell you how to think and feel. If you have hate in your heart, let it out. I'm racist as hell. <laughs> deserved. Ooh. Chris, you gonna freestyle? I did last time. Okay. So exhausted. Hey, yo, yo, it's Black Ice. Don't tread on me. I like that. That's yeah. pretty good. Make it racist, the game where we toss out things that, uh, topics that certainly could not be made racist. Sure. It's impossible. Travis Terrell contends that uh, everything's already racist. He's just shedding a little light on it. We like listener submissions, so we'll start with one of those from the text line. Okay. Make it racist. P.T. Cruisers. Good luck, my hmm. friend. P.T. Cruisers look like a modern-day horse and carriage. Hmm. You know who used to also be carried in horse and carriages? Slaves. P.T. Cruisers, you racist as hell! That is racist as hell! That was a really hmm. short path to that. It's like you were pretty quick. predisposed. Pretty to call Every time racist. I see a P.T. Cruiser, I'm like, how many slaves can you put in that trunk uh send in yours you can do it on the facebook live stream on the comments or feel free to text in anonymously we've got that phone line 314-669-1431 if you're downloading this and just want to text it at another time feel free we'll can i toss eventually can i toss one out there i'd no, love please that. go ahead this is an honor of 44 oh an honor of barack hussein obama barack obama okay Make it racist, Travis. Eight women twerking on you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, first off, mm-hmm. we know for a fact that white women cannot twerk. We've seen Miley Cyrus attempt. I think at one point we saw one of the Dixie Chicks attempt to twerk. Really? <laughs> and it was embarrassing and insulting. Jermaine had to die. And then she just popped that ass. <laughs> or lack thereof. Mm. So we know there's only one group of women that's capable of simultaneously twerking on rhythm at the same time. That's black women. So Barack Obama took the time to call out black women and their ability to twerk on one black man. Now, Barack Obama had no problem promising health care to everyone. He had no problem going into the Middle East. And grabbing Osama bin Laden. He had no problem. Oh, he got him on the Trav cam. Making Hillary Clinton his secretary of state. But Lord forbid. One black man. Have eight beautiful, fine, amazing black queens. Twerking. On his crotch. Barack Obama. Eight women twerking on one man. Uh, yes, uh, that's, uh... Let me be clear. Not, uh, not what I'm looking for. You racist as hell. That is racist as hell! I'm veiling my... My worries as a father... Michelle? ...in things that need to <sighs> be said to the country. Michelle, let me just say this. If Malia is at Harvard, twerking on Andy Crotch... Kind of sounds like Gandalf. Mm. I will remove her from that school. Do I? It's I don't know where you were going. I don't, I don't think either of us have said, a good Obama. I think you said, when you said I sound like Gandalf, I'm like, oh, maybe I should start doing Gandalf. And if I friends. could, I'd like to follow that up with uh, eight-inch gold necklaces as mm. well, Travis. Mm-hmm. Eight-inch gold necklaces. First of all, baby, it's 12. Oh. <laughs> oh. You racist as hell. That wow. is racist as hell. Uh, back to the uh, Facebook live stream comments. Hey, give us a share if you're listening on Facebook. We love that. We get uh, more people involved that way. Uh, from Danny, black Catholics getting ashes next Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> if there's, I see... there's a song by the Men Singers uh, <laughs> called Bad Catholics. We could do a parody. Black Catholics. No. If I see one Catholic church. Would, but, you, would you prefer they switch up where it's white ashes? I actually was wondering, I hope there isn't a Catholic church that puts white baby powder on one of their black Catholics' foreheads. Mm. That would be racist as hell. That is racist as hell. Uh, a comment that's not racist. 
Uh, we'll just call her. Uh, there's a bartender at uh, 1860s who works the back bar and is smoking hot and has boobs of majestic portions. That's from our friend Brian. That's the question? On the, <laughs> on the live stream. <laughs> Shout out to BM, man. That's good. Well, That's if funny. it's anything I know, large white women breasts that attract a lot of black men have to be racist as hell. That is racist as hell. From Yale Hollander. Do we have pictures, by the way? Mm. Is there yeah. any photos check, available? Check 1860s Instagram. Okay. Oh, they have an IG? Yale Hollander. Uh, Maya Angelou. Make it racist. Ooh. Oh, my. I am here for you. I met Maya Angelou. You did not. I did. Met her at Mizzou. She came Man, and spoke about... that was somebody's aunt. Eight years ago? I think it was about... No, it wasn't that. Was it that long ago? No, it wasn't that long ago. When did, did Maya she, Angelou pass away? Oh, did oh. she make fun of you like Dick Gregory did? Oh, man, I got to tell you that story later. Oh, that was good. Uh, she did not. She was in one of the most pleasant human beings I've ever met. Maya Angelou Do you have races. a Maya Angelou? I don't, and I was going to do it, and then I was like, mm-hmm. my mom may be watching. She loves oh, Maya wow. Angelou. Try it. Uh, oh, I... Mm, I... Mm, mm. Hickory dickory dock. I wish I had a good Maya Angelou. I think we all probably would just have a version of David Allen Greer's Maya Angelou. Yes. What yeah. fish, boo fish, red fish, two fish. Wow. That's the best I could do. Making me make Maya Angelou racist as hell is racist as hell. That is racist as hell. Needed to be said. Thank you. Uh, Gardner, you got another one for him? Um, coffee shops. They serve black coffee. <laughs> coffee shops. Uh, let me see. You basically want all the black and browns across the world to labor in fields where they're making three cents a day. Then pack it. Fair trade certified. Mm. I tell you what. The fact that you guys are out here drinking blood coffee. You should be ashamed of yourself. Do you know the children who die every day just to grab those coffee beans for you to enjoy your little latte every morning? You're just substituting coffee for diamonds from the movie Blood Diamond. No, not at all. There are children in the Congo right now that are in coffee mines that are they are get and if they if one coffee bean ends up in their pockets their arms are chopped off. So a lot of you out here every morning enjoying your blood coffee. I hope it's worth it. Do you have a good impression for? I don't have. The then, coffee is here. A, and then a white guy with a weird coffee beard is comes here. up and goes, Where, where's the coffee here? Where's the coffee here? That you should all and be he has a And he has a bit of a romantic <laughs> resurgence with a person who's there being a journalist. The coffee is here. And then um, Digimon. Is it Digimon? Digimon Hansu. Denjimon Honsu is on the run because he's taken a a bag of fresh Colombian Arabica. Yes. Arabica. (laughs) And then the general comes after him. Mm. So all of y'all who drink coffee, you're racist as hell. That is racist as hell. By the way, did we finish brewing that pot that's in the kitchen? Mm -hmm. Is it blood coffee? No. Okay. Free tri- fair trade? When you free go to your grocery store, ask your cashier, is this blood coffee? Don't, don't you do need that. to ask them that. It's don't important. You have a right. Don't. You have a right don't do that. to ask them if it's blood coffee. I don't know what you mean, man. I mean, it's pour over. Mm-hmm. Is that what you? Is that what you're asking? You know what? That should be a that should be a thing we do. We should go. I'm to, sorry, I don't understand your urban question. Yes, we should go to like very my, liberal I, environments and try to out liberal them. I I just like to tell you, Mr. African American, I hate myself and my parents. <laughs> so I just want you to know, I'm ashamed of my skin. Does that help? I only go to coffee shops with Jacob Wolf. Oh. <laughs> Great. To own the libs. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more. Got uh, I got another one for you. How about right. uh, you can't make this year's Oscars racist as hell? Not oh even close. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. No way. Black Panther oh walked away. God. Spike Lee walked away. I would say uh, dominate. Not enough Asian people won Oscars. I'll tell you that much. Oh my but God. here you are, selfishly standing on top of Everybody keeps your saying mountain. that there was no host. Oh, there was a host. It was a host of white people in power just parading their wealth, their status, for all to see laughing in our faces as half of us can't even afford triangle-cut gas station sandwiches. Mm. 
Also, Green Book is racist as hell. The Academy Awards was racist as hell. That is racist as hell. That'll do it <laughs> for Make It Racist, the game where Travis sets us all back seven to eight years that each happens. and every time. Quick reminder to uh, check out Hillside Animal Hospital. Uh, if your animals need help this winter, this spring, make sure they're on that uh, heartworm preventative. Make sure that they're being taken care of. Take them to go see Dr. Ed, and you can see Dr. Ed here on the show for Dogs on Film every Wednesday. Had a blast with him yesterday. If you missed that, go back, download it on Spotify, iTunes, whatever. Leave us a review while you're there. It's all about growth, baby. Keeping it moving, and thanks to Dr. Ed and the folks at Hillside, we get to do that. Uh, it's Chris Emmon, Travis Terrell, and the great Chris Gardner in today. We're going to have a full lineup tomorrow. A couple comics coming in. Really excited about that. More big news next week for the Midcoast Studios and everything great going on. If you want to know what we have going on, check out midcoast.media. There's a very handsome photo of myself, oh. and we've removed all photos of Travis. That's fair. Mm, 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 mm. Guys, we're going to take a quick break. Gardner needs a dart. We will be back with the second part of the show. Get your fair fouls in. The topic today, black, uh, black ice. Damn it, damn it. You can win 10 bucks to Buzz's Hawaiian Grill wall, W-A-L, at weareliveradio.com. Quick break. Be back in a few.